Welcome to Your Photography Mentor Podcast, a podcast dedicated to help you achieve your photography dreams, whether you're just starting out or you're a seasoned pro. Now here's your hosts, David Molnar and Rich Coleman. Hello. Hello. I thought it said I was muted, but I'm not muted. Welcome to podcast episode number 57, I think. We got off somewhere numerically, but we're here. Kavita, I see that you're here. Sarah, Suzanne, Chris, Jennifer, welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm excited because today we're doing something a touch different. For those of you who know me, you know that I'm a very relational person. And today I have a very good friend on that not only is a good friend of mine, but... If you have questions about social media, she knows answers. If you have questions about how to deal with a wedding professional you've never met, she has those answers. Because here's the thing, as photographers, most of us here are photographers, some of us have never shot professionally before. There's a lot of fears dug into this. I'm working with this wedding planner that I've never met before. And today, to spread some light... On that, I'm bringing my beautiful friend Mandy Harlow on. But first, I want everybody to hit the little share button somewhere here. And if you do that, I'm going to let Mandy pick a gift to give away. But first off, I want everybody to say, Mandy, I love you. Your hair is perfect. Here she is. Boom. Oh, there you go. (laughs) It better be for this. How goes it? Hello. I am doing. so good. I'm going great. You look great. I'm jealous of your oh, house yeah. remodel. Oh, thank you. I love it. This The white brick fireplace is like my pride and joy right now. So you don't use the fireplace, I take it. Um, It needs a little work before we can use it. A little more work, more than cosmetic. So uh, yeah, maybe this winter. I love it. Look, everybody's commenting on your perfect hair. I don't say that oh to bullshit. I say it, I I say it in so real life. This is so cool to read the comments. This is so cool. Yes. Wow. Perfect oh. hair shared. Mandy, I love you. Beautiful hair. I love it. Hi, Mandy. Hi, Mandy. Hi, Mandy. Mandy, hi, hi, hi. your hair is perfect. Oh, my God. I've Darn, been noticed. Melissa, you guys, I feel like you're my best friends already. I know. Well, they're a great group of people and we're pretty friendly. So for this is public. Okay. This is to everybody that's like, this is like very public facing for our company, but we have a private group, a private community of students called the photo mentorship, where they can learn photography at their own pace through videos, weekly live trainings, just like this. And that's where I get to know some of these people. Like I know Steve and he's beautiful. You know, I know Dave, I know Josie. I know a lot of these people firsthand from that. So if you say your name and I don't know who you are, I'll just pretend. But Mandy, can you do me a favor? Yes. Tell me who, who the heck are you? How the heck are you? Okay. Who, the fr- who the heck is Mandy Harlow? Mandy Harlow. Okay, Mandy Harlow is turning her volume up. Um, I am a DC native, Alexandria, Virginia, specifically. I moved to the Outer Banks like just for the summer after college about eight years ago now. And um, I never left. So it's been a really long summer. Um, I started working in vacation rentals, which most people do when they live on the Outer Banks because it's like a good full-time job. And then I started doing weddings on the side. And then after about two years, I started my own business and I said, I can do this. So I started my own business. I'm a full-time wedding coordinator. I specialize in day of coordinator. 
and I live here in Kildreville Hills with my fiance and my rescue dog and my rescue kitty. That's awesome. And your fiance, yeah. small world, your fiance. And uh, number one, I wish we had, I had a picture of him because he's like six five and oh, beautiful. I, he's so tall. I was once on a travel basketball team with Matt Preston back this in my middle true. school, my middle school baller days. Ballers, I, I had, we couldn't find a pic, but there is a pic of Rich and my fiance Matt when they're in like what middle school together. Middle school. And the funny thing is like on that team was like Isaac Jacobson, Shane O'Neill, yeah. Matt Preston, and all of these like true athletes. And then Rich Coleman was sitting there I'm playing like, power I'm forward. Like, I didn't see the games back then, but I'm sure you were great. I had fun. And I tell you what, Mr. Jacobson, um, he was like, I was like, oh, cool. Like he's a, he's a church going dude. This will be great. He was the like yeah, toughest. No, he was such he a was, BA I, I, coach. If I didn't box out, he would make me run a mile. Like if I was like, if I went to get a rebound, I didn't box out. He'd be like, okay, run around the lake seven times. <laughs> Chris Ellison said I once skimboarded with him. Definitely. Yeah. That yes. was probably um, a long time ago, but that's definitely true. Also. I love it. I, I did. I was on the, I was on the red team and I was number two. I was always number two. And I, I was on that team with Matt for like four years in a row. The red team. I love how it doesn't have a name. It's just the red team. I can't, we probably had a name, but we were t- like at Parks and Rec, they're like, here's your color. Like, here's your yeah, box of shirts. Sure. Oh my gosh, so funny. I was yeah. a baller. What? I was a baller. You were a baller. I feel like you probably still are. You need to get out there. This is so cool. I love reading the comments. People are saying, hey, Nova, Nova girls, where you at? It's true. Rich, for you small beach kid, Nova is Northern Virginia. Oh, okay. See, so that's good to know. We're just so we're so small town here. I'm yeah. just surprised we have internet today. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why I had to come down in my living room because our internet in this small town is so actually saw on one of your other podcasts talking about it. We just had an issue with our internet and we didn't have internet for five days. And my parents outside of DC are like, How is that possible? Like that's that's not a thing. I'm like, it's a thing here. It's a thing. Like we didn't have internet yeah. for five days. Like, I actually signed up for Starlink. Are you familiar with that? I'm not. It's Elon Musk's lower orbit satellite internet. Every three weeks, he's launching 60 satellites, and you can put a satellite dish up and get decent internet. So I'm I'm like the first person that's going to get it. It's expensive, but hey. Worth it. The, the internet is kind of important for jobs. And speaking of jobs, so give our students like an overview of like, you know, some of them have been married, but some of them were married a long time ago. Mm-hmm. What is it like? What is your job like as, mm, a, as okay. a wedding coordinator planner? So I specifically specialize in day of coordination. So I like to say that I'm a coordinator, not a planner. But in general, planners will work with your budget. They will work with you and hold your hand from start to finish if you're getting married. They will book all the vendors for you, have you send contracts that they keep track of. They will do every little detail. This day and age... Planners are still valued, but on a more um, obtainable scale are coordinators. So coordinators, I am a coordinator. I do a timeline beforehand. I'm happy to give vendor suggestions. So I recommend photographers and other venues and everything like that whenever they have questions. But I have other people, yeah, run the circus for sure. I have other people, I mean, the brides and grooms themselves book the vendors themselves. They know their budget. They know what 
time of year they want to get married, all that stuff. And um, then I'm there the day of to run the show, run the circus and um, get everyone down the aisle. I coordinate every vendor. We usually talk the week beforehand when I send out the timeline. Vendors usually print the timeline and bring it to the wedding. So everyone's on the same page. So I still am like the HVIC on site, but beforehand is most of the client work. So that's like kind of the difference between wedding, uh, wedding planners and coordinators, mm -hmm. but it's, it's really awesome. And I would suggest having either or for a day if you are looking to get married or if you're working with a couple and they say, I don't want to budget for a coordinator or planner, be like, just please budget for a day of at least, at least. I give discounts to couples that book coordinators. That's so smart. That I don't want to so cut. Smart. I don't want to cut the cake. I don't want to do all. I know. This I know. And it does. I think it would definitely fall on a photographer more than any other person if a coordinator wasn't there because well, you're the one. I'm there. Yeah, I, I tell the bride all the time before she books. I said, "Okay, I'm gonna be with you more than your husband and your mother." So like we have yeah. to, there, there has to be a synergy. You have to like me a little bit or this is going to yeah. be awful and book somebody else. Um, yeah. Do you have any funny Rich Coleman stories that come well, to mind? We've definitely done, Rich and I have done weddings together where I was the coordinator and he was the photographer and those are awesome and some of my favorites. I don't have any crazy stories though. I feel like we're just like a smooth team where it just. We are a smooth team. Um, and that's so valuable and important. The only funny thing I asked Matt for a funny story about you and <laughs> I, now I'm now I'm actually nervous. I couldn't get any like prank stories because I'm sure you probably did pranks in high school and stuff like that. Uh, I couldn't get anything juicy like that. But the one funny thing I have on Rich Coleman for you guys is that he used to drive a school bus to school in high school. Mm -hmm. A short bus. A short bus. I drove 12 kids to school in a short bus. True story. Like, that's amazing. I, that's yeah, amazing. No, that you was a good car. That was like my third car. I love that. You, didn't, you weren't like a bus driver by job. That was just a vehicle. I legally had to rip the stop sign off and spray paint the word school out, off of it before I was allowed to register it with the DMV. Oh my God. That is but so the door funny. opened like a school bus. I was just like, Matt told me this this morning and I was like, what? What? I used I, when I was a when I was a musician in a former life. We could drive to Virginia Beach. We could put all of our gear in it. We could put all of our girlfriends in it, and we could drive very slowly to whatever where like there one trip. Go. It was awesome. I I have a funny story. I don't know if you remember this. Okay. It was me, you, and Wes Step was the caterer. Mm -hmm. We show up to a wedding, and I was excited because it was my first black. Black woman, black man marrying each other. Like, yeah. so, so early on, I was pretty excited because, like, when you're trying to sell your work, you want to show what you look like. And all I had were like the same cliche white people with sand I mean, dollars. It's, totally true. it's like, I wouldn't say an issue per se, but on the Outer Banks, it's a very like white community and a very, yes. um, like people who come here are very white. So, community. like, when, when, when I try to shoot in Virginia or somewhere else, I've got like nothing to show them, or like the most beautiful yeah. couple will come up to me, like, Show me some weddings and you show them weddings and they're like, no, no, no. Show yeah. me other people of color. Honestly, that have shot. The worst you want to have couples yeah. that are what we look like. But yeah, okay. So I remember that one. Remember it started 45 minutes late. Do you remember that? I do. Do you remember that everybody showed up wearing white? Yes. That was freaking cool. And what were we wearing? Me and Tom and you. 
Oh yeah. Me and, and Mandy, oh. me and Mandy and Tom were the only white people at this wedding and we were wearing all black. And they were black wearing all white. It was I just remember being like, ah, I should have wore blue today. Like that was like the day I was like the one day. Yeah, man, it the was- little kids. I just remember those little kids. They looked so freaking cute and fly. I was like kids at a wedding. I mean, I I don't know if I love it for the couple, but I love it for me. Yeah. <laughs> They're so cute. They're I love so it cute. when there are no kids at a wedding as a vendor. Yeah. Like, awesome. I'm sure for other vendors, I wouldn't want kids, but I don't mind them. They give me yeah. entertainment when I have a little down. Yeah, something to look at. I usually try to find, like, a cool uncle that had fought in a war or, like, the crazy person. That's, like, that's my evening go-to. That's definitely easy to find. Oh, yes, especially down here. All right, so my question for you when we think about our students, and sorry, listeners, but I care about my students more. I'm a photographer. My name's Rich Coleman with Rich Coleman Photography, and I booked my first wedding, and I find out that they have a wedding coordinator, and her name is Mandy. What are some like good things that you've seen, some bad things you've seen as me as a photographer – working with a vendor I've never worked with because I've never worked with any of these vendors. What are some good common practices that me as a photographer can do to succeed? I want to set up my students to win, not just take good pictures. I want to set them up to make a lot of money. Like what are some things we can do? Okay. Um, My advice, and you guys can feel free to ask questions, like specific questions if you want to. My advice for someone who's starting out in photography and wants to do weddings and my frozen. Okay. And um, wants to work successfully with a planner or coordinator is to have open communication because I think that's so important with like every vendor. I always um, do the timeline. And if you have any sort of planner or um, coordinator or anything like that, they will do a timeline. I send my timelines out a week before the wedding. So some people not, might not think that's a lot of time, but on the Outer Banks, we have so many weddings in a row during the spring season and then fall season where like if I send a timeline out a month before, no one's going to look at it because they're mm. thinking about three that they have coming up. So I would say make a timeline, make your own timeline, but keep it for yourself. Don't share it with the coordinator because she's going to be like, I, <laughs> I have. Yeah, I don't need that. Um, but make your own timeline. When the coordinator sends you theirs, edit your timeline based on their timeline. And if it's two days before the wedding and if you haven't gotten a timeline or a call, feel free to shoot an email or a text and say, hey, is there anything that I need to review beforehand? I want to make sure I'm set up for success and to make sure mm. things go smoothly. And you have to I think remember. It's important. I love- yeah, no, no. I, I, and you have to remember too, like if you're if this is your first wedding and this is your coordinator's millionth wedding – you know, yeah. they're not any, they're not any smarter than you, but they're just, they're trained. And with training comes a level of expertise. Like that guy in the Marines that shoots a rifle every day and hits his target because he shoots a thousand rounds right. a week. He's not smarter than me. He's just trained. So you want to lean into like good training and, um, you can tell pretty quick whether a planner is good or bad. Now I'm not saying sacrifice yeah. everything for this planner, but open communication, call and say, you know what? I need more than 10 minutes for family photos. You yeah, know? totally. I'm like, and I am always like, fine, totally great. Like I want them to be happy with their photos. Like my job is to make sure the day goes the way that they want it to as smoothly as possible. So I think that's what's so important is if, if a, I, I send my timeline out and in my email, I say, I'm the day of coordinator. 
Here's the timeline. If you need anything, shoot me an email or call me. If you have any edits, shoot me an email. So then they'll say, hey, I actually need 5.30 to 6.30 for portraits. Can we push back cocktail hour? And I say, heck yeah. Like as long as you've told me beforehand, so I can then communicate with the caterers, the bartenders, the musician, like everything has to be planned beforehand. And as long as that's communicated a day beforehand, I am like so happy. Even if day of, I am so flexible and I'm not, I'm not everyone's how I am with like flexibility. Amen. Yeah, but, and I I think it's so important though, on like a day of, you don't want to be stressed out. You don't want your couples to be stressed out. If everyone's flexible together, then it just makes the whole day go so much smoother. So if they're like, oh, it's going to rain. Can we switch this so that I can get beach shots? Like with the sunset. And I'm like, yes, we'll do that. And we'll do toasts an hour later. Like that doesn't matter. You know, that can be done at any time. So as long as there's communication, um, I, I dislike it when photographers like are like act like, they run the show and like, or just tell me like, Oh, well, we're going to go do this. Um, and it's going to be pushed back. I'm like, Ooh, like let's communicate better so that I can tell every other vendor then now all other 20, all other 20 paid people here. Yeah. As somebody who's done 500 weddings, the reason planners love me is I'm easygoing, but I really yeah. try not to be late for dinner because once fish dries out or chicken dries out, People, people don't remember me taking pictures. They might remember how quick it was and how fun or funny it was. They remember yeah. the food and they remember the right. party. So right. as a vendor, I try to stay really like tuned in to the party. Like if I take the bride and groom for an extended amount of time, is it going to make people miss them and make it awkward? You know, like yeah. communicating with a coordinator to take them out at the right time is almost more important than getting that extra time. Like, I think so too. And it's like, I totally agree with that. And I think that's so smart. And it's like, if they, if things flow the right way, you only have good memories and good vibes from that day looking back. And it's so true. And another, like a tip for photographers is what a lot of people have been doing in the past couple years, which I love is they'll be like, okay, either do first look or not. That's totally fine. You probably will need more time afterwards for family. And then if you, are still on a time crunch and you want to get dinner plated or a buffet out, then let everyone eat. After everyone's gotten a plate, take the bride and groom again for their portraits after. So you get way more time with just them without the bride and groom's family and bridal party standing around just watching. Like it's so much better to just take them separately for their bridal portraits than trying to do everything right after the ceremony. And I think that's a good way to have everyone sit down for dinner let it like relax, let all the vendors get going and then ask the coordinator, Hey, can I steal them again for photos or put in the timeline, which is what we do. We have that usually scheduled out, but I think that helps a lot. It does. That's awesome. And like the vendors will love you. And if you can stick to a timeline, be responsive, openly communicate. Like I try to openly communicate with everybody. If there's a videographer there, I've never met. I try to be like, Hey, where do you uh, yeah. set up? Where do you want to be? Cause the more you communicate and the more openly you communicate, you have to remember this isn't for you. You know, it, it, you do want to mm-hmm. take good pictures, but it's, you're trying to serve your client and however you can serve your client the best. Um, cause yeah. Mandy, I'm sure you have some wedding photographer horror stories. Um, I'm a very positive person. So anything bad that happens, I'm just like, let it like, it's blow okay. Away. <laughs> Yeah. Um, 
I don't have any like crazy photographer stories. More like just like the the weirdest thing. Um, yeah. So okay, answering Linda's question, the bride and groom usually will like sit down. They get plated first, so they eat, and then a hundred other people are in line for a buffet or are getting plated. And then while they eat at least a half hour to an hour, the bride and groom usually finished and they can go do photos. Um, okay, horror stories, I don't have any. I had um, an experience with a uh, photographer one time in a very funny way where the bride, my only crazy story is when the bride was like hyperventilating and not wanting to walk down the aisle. And I've never had that happen before. And me and the photographer are there, the only ones back there where everyone else is down, waiting, groomsmen down, bridesmaids down, everything. <laughs> and we, the photographer and I are the only ones there left being like, oh. Like, is this going to happen? Oh. Like, do I tell her to go? Do I tell her to follow her heart? Like, is she okay? I think in all, she was just having like an anxiety attack of all Panic. the people yeah. who are going to see her, like for real. And so we were like, you got this, you can do this. Like, it's okay, it's going to be okay. But that was like me and the photographer being like, you can do this. Like, it's going to be great. It's it's not scary. Like, it's okay. It'll be fast. But that was the craziest thing. Cause it was like, I was like, legit was like, Oh my God, we're about to have like a runaway bride. This is so scary. That's on my, that's on my goal list. Like part of me wants that. Like, I know that sounds awful, but there's a part of me that's like, I've never, there's been a couple late and like, you could, yeah. Or like, like they're like, I've had the, the husband and wife, almost husband and wife, like arguing to the point I'm like, why are you guys getting married? Like I've said that before, but they end up doing it as a show. But man, that's so funny. I, that was not me because yeah. my joke at a wedding is like, number one, I look at the bride and I say, you're way too pretty for him. Um, and then I'll say, are you sure you want to do this? Like I always try to give the bride an out, you know? Yeah. I'm paid in full at this point. So all is good, like, you know? You can take pictures of the tables all you want. The rest yeah. Of the day. It just, it's uh, – <laughs> Like, honestly, as a vendor, ceremony is, like, kind of an easy part. Like, there's elements you can't miss, so you can't, like, goof off. Yeah. But as a ceremony goes, it's like, okay, get the bride coming, shoot the kiss, shoot the giveaway. Yeah. Like, there, there's just things you inherently don't miss. Um, it's funny because some brides are like, don't miss the first kiss. You're like, I'll try really hard not to do – I'll try really hard to get that photo for your memory. Um, I have a wedding in yeah. Kentucky in three weeks where I'm not allowed to take pictures during the ceremony. Is anyone? No, no, um, man, I hope nobody from this wedding. I'm going to give my second shooter. Is he doesn't – he... Or is there a videographer allowed or – Me and the videographer are allowed to be on the balcony about 100 yards away. Hmm. straight stupid evidently in this church if i use a camera it kills god oh dang so yeah it's stupid (laughs) so what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna have a photographer that works for me not dress like me at all dress like a family member i'm gonna put him in the family row with the camera and be like oops see what happens take that church and then also the curseness isn't on you then too (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's okay. And it's that, that way. Yeah. Like if he, like he stubs his toe, whatever bad juju happens, bad juju happens. Can I tell you, I want to, I'm going to brag about this girl right here a little bit more. Not only do you work with a lot of photographers, you've actually helped other photographers be successful on social media. Oh, uh, this is true. Okay. So 
I'll talk about that for a little bit. I have um, Heart of Harlow is my coordination company. Everybody follow that. Yeah, Heart of Harlow, like Heart. And my Chris last Ellison, name if you put that up, I will tag it so that people can follow her better. You can tag my Instagram, Chris. That's where I like post the most. Um, so Heart of Harlow is my full-time coordination company. I started like six years ago and I love it so much. Um, but the winters on the Outer Banks are dead. I'm sure Rich and David have told you a lot about the Outer Banks and it is, um, it's nothing. There's no weddings. There's no weddings from December to March, basically. Um, and I don't like to sit still. So, oh, there you go. There's my mom. Hey mom. Thanks girl. That's not your mom. That has to be your sister. Come on. That's my beautiful mom. Thanks mom with a shout out for my Instagram. <laughs> um, so I, um, thanks Chris. I can't sit still in the winter, even though it's downtime. So uh, my sister and I started a digital marketing company called Bright and Social Co. And we specialize in um, Instagram management and branding and web design. So um, my sister just moved back from California and she's not doing it full time. So we're so happy also during the pandemic that we started that side gig cool. and had that weddings were getting rescheduled and we had that to fall back on, which was super nice. Um, but yes, we mostly help um, local and small businesses succeed on social media. And if you have social media questions, we can chat that up because I have had a lot of success on Instagram and I'm, I only have, I think like 3000 followers, but I'm like, love those people so much. And I get at least my business from Instagram. Mm. And that is like craziest free marketing tool ever. And so I'm just and like, I, I'm going to say this too. I don't care how many Instagram followers you have. I care about how much money is in your pocket Yeah, and like, because people, saying, you, can, like, you can, you can buy fake followers, but yeah, with, so, with social so media, the people that follow you need to be clients. Like if it's just family and friends and people you're annoying with like spam, it's not going to ever translate yeah. to money. So so Mandy, talk about that. So like, w there's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of people that are small business owners here that are watching us right now out of like the people. couple hundred that are here. What yeah. advice would you give them? Like what, what social, like, do they, do they need Instagram? Like what, as a social media expert, what do you need? What do you want? Okay. I would have two platforms that you care about and post on. I would have Instagram and Facebook, Facebook, as a page now is so pay to play that if you want your things to get seen, you usually have to boost them by paying for them to get promoted. Instagram, you still have so much free organic reach that I am just like Instagram, Instagram, Instagram. Like, yes, TikTok is cool and like trendy, but do you really think your clients are gonna fall, find you there? I was TikToking, sorry. Oh, that's, this is rich. This is rich. You know, they point to speech bubbles. Like when, when did you graduate? Okay, like, you know, one of those. Sorry. Yeah. I tried. Who am I? What am I doing? Um, <laughs> um, and then Pinterest is great, but that's also like, do you think anyone's actually going to find you there and like message you or click on your link as a lead? Probably not. Instagram, you can direct message with people. If you show your personality, people get to know you and see who you are other than just a website. You can link to your website easily that people actually do click on. Mm -hmm. And then you can tag and engage with other vendors and community members in your area. 
So I am all for Instagram. It's like you have 30 followers. That's a movie theater, right? That's like still filling up like a small movie theater. How awesome is that? How many people do they know then it will refer you? So I think Instagram is amazing. Like you said, follower count doesn't matter, but it's like Instagram is where I would be if you're going to put energy into social media. Mm, amen. And it's my favorite because it's like less wordy, less political. Yes. There's like a little less like BS out there on the Instagram sphere ish. Um, so talk to me, like, how do you utilize, like, let's talk about strategy for a second. So like, like what can I do? What can rich Coleman photography do to utilize social media? Okay. So a, you can use it as your portfolio. So when you're posting things on your feed, that's showcasing your work. Right. And I think everything should have like a vibe or your aesthetic is the best word, right? Like you shoot a certain way. Every photographer has a certain style. And I would think that Instagram is the way for you to portray your style of your work and your aesthetics. And I do that on my own and I'm not even a photographer. I just think it's so f- a fun place to be creative. Yeah, um, it's pretty. And then, yeah, right? And it's like, this is what I like. Do you like this stuff? Let's work together. And that's usually how it comes about. So when you're posting your style on your feed, people will be like, oh, yes, I want someone who's bright and airy. Oh, yes, I want someone who's more contrasty and moody photography. Like all that stuff should be showcased on your feed. Um, and then I use stories a lot as just a really fun way to share and connect with people. Um, I just love sharing Outer Banks stuff, and I think people connect with that. So no matter where you're living, you can share like your favorite sandwich shop or where you're getting coffee, things like that that just shows people you're more than a name. You're, you are a personality. Do we want to work together? Do we like, do we have the same personality? Like that kind of thing. I think it's just a really good way to connect with people in general. And then also to showcase that you're more than just a photo on your feed. I'm also a person behind the camera and that's Mm. so important. I can't tell you how many people that I met in real life. And then like before social media, I realized, wow, I kind of don't like them. Like I like their work. But like once I found out who they were, like like the behind the scenes, like behind the scenes is so key. Um, like right now, like yeah. if I can go behind the scenes at a wedding and show how I shot something, that like that gets a million views over like this great picture I took because people want to yeah, know. Yeah. People want to see more than that one good picture from your wedding. Um, and like Mandy people, said, you re- you really want to show yeah. like your best work. Like, yeah, I, that's people how I look see- at it sausage is made now like they do want to see it now like we want to see it behind the scenes you know what i mean i want to see if you're going to be a fun photographer on my day i want to see if you're going to be professional i want to see if you're like have the same personality as me or anything like that so what's what's rich's favorite coffee shop man i I tell you what pandemic life i started going to karis and manio downtown i love that place so much they they stayed open the whole time so like i love this creative working space but like after I'm done with it, I have to leave. Like I, I get nothing done or I'll watch TV and not get anything done. So I have to leave to like, be like, okay, I'm going to go to the coffee shop and do emails and that's all I'm going to do. So like, I have to like segment my brain. So the fact I, I, that's kind of a long drive for me from Collington to Manio, but I do it every day because I'm a very loyal, I'm I'm a loyal shopper when I like I buy, I have 30, I have 30 of these same t-shirts. Like I'm, I'm that loyal. Um, talk, talk a little bit about Lori Cole said, like, let people know who you are. Like, how important is that? Cause you're a social media pro. Like, is that important? No, 
Anyone can let people know who they are. Okay, so I'm very like, um, I'm pretty outgoing. I'm not afraid to like talk on camera kind of thing. And so I think that helps me. But if you don't want to show your face all the time and talk to the camera the way I do sometimes, you can still show things like what book you're reading right now. When you go on vacation, where you go on vacation, your favorite, like literally your favorite coffee shop. That just shows people like, oh, I'm a normal person too. I go to a coffee shop and work. My favorite is a caramel macchiato. And they're like, oh, me too. I love caramel macchiato. And it just helps people connect. So I think you can show who you are by showing behind the scenes things and showing like your, some of like your daily life, editing, your workflow, yeah. how long it takes you emails like all this stuff shows you who you are without having to show your face if you don't yeah you, you don't have to be like, like this is me putting on my makeup like you see everybody and their sister do on a multi-level right, right, marketing right. scheme but like whitney jameson like i want to know like like you could take a picture of your starbucks order where they spelled your name wrong every day uh like that that just shows like you know she's a real person whitney's not just some badass photographer she's also a person that goes through normal life and that makes you way more relatable because spending money is an emotional, it's like we're, where a need meets emotional response. So yeah. if I'm, if I'm about to pay somebody money and then I go on Instagram and see that Whitney was sitting at the DMV all day and as a normal person, I'm more inclined to give her money. So as much as you don't right? like doing it, you have to, like, I know photographers that do this thing. that's like Tuesday me or like every, like once a month, it's a post just about me. And that's so that mm -hmm. all of your new followers can get to know you because here's the thing, Whitney, they can get good pictures anywhere. They can only get you with you. They can get so coordination anywhere. They can only get Mandy with Mandy. Oh, you know, um, there, what else to say about being an introvert? Okay. That's totally fine. You're an introvert. Guess what? Um, there's a lot of brides who are introverts too, who probably relate with you. Right. Mm. Like not everyone's the same. So like, and people will probably like vibe with like you being like, oh, I'm, I'm not showing my face today because I have my PJs on still like pandemic life. We've all been there. You know what I mean? Like that's totally fine. And being an introvert is totally fine. You can still share things on your story without showing your face or without like chit chatting and still like a plant saga. Like someone said, oh, I like to, oh, like Lori said, thank you. I'm always reading something, trying to keep my plants alive. So true. That's so relatable. Like. Do a plant saw. Like if you have one dying, try to revive it. Every time you go to water it, post it on your stories. You might think it's boring, but your bride might think that's interesting. If she likes plants too, you never know. Yeah. You're going to get like-minded yeah. people, which are more fun to work with. Um, Sarah asks, when you do yeah. posts, is there a limited number of pictures on a single post? Um, there's 10. 10. Yeah. Okay, I thought it was 10. Cool. 10 slides if you're doing slides on one post. And you don't, you can do as many as you want. That doesn't matter. Do you have any reference of like how often you should post? Um, I think you should post like every other day and um, do as I say, not as I do. Cause I just posted on my feed this morning because I knew I was coming on here. And I hadn't posted in like a month, um, mm -hmm. but I'm on my story like every day because that's where I chat with people. And that's where I have like relatable conversations with people. So um, I would do every other day. You guys have photos too. So that's really nice because I feel like you have really good content you can share. Yes. Um, Dude, yeah. as, as a not photographer, how often are you begging photographers for pictures? Um, I kind of, mm, it's up. so hard for me to like go into every gallery. Remember the password down. Uh, like, oh. But when it's a really good wedding, that's when I make a note and I'm like, I want to get this featured somewhere. I need to get them for a feature. 
Yeah, because you you've been in magazines. Like you're not you're not just some little small town wedding planner. You've been in Style Me Pretty, all that stuff, right? I've been in Style Me Pretty. Yeah, Tidewater and Tool is out of um, Hampton Roads area, and The Knot even, which is super cool. And um, yeah, that's pretty awesome. All you have to do is try and put yourself out there and submit things to these publications, and you never know one day it could get picked up. That's awesome. I'm just going to keep wrong with these questions because the students love you. Love love is it. there is there best time of day to post? Oh, I hate this question as a social media manager because every field is different. And um, a lot of people will still say before 8 a.m. So people wake up and scroll on their phones or after 5 p.m. when they get off of work and they're scrolling on their phones after when they get home. But I personally, the advice I give to my clients is, post whenever you can, because I think, oh, thanks, Josie. I think I have personally spent time being like, oh, I'll wait to post this at 5 p.m. And then I never post it and five days go by and I'm like, oh, I was waiting for 5 p.m. In reality, it could have been up by now. So post it when you are inspired. Yeah, I've even like paid, like I had them, like I paid for this thing that like checked when most of my people watched. But here's the thing with Instagram and Facebook, their algorithm and machine learning changes so much. Like yeah. I don't even like we, like with with David Molnar, we spend so much money on insights, and then it's like, oh, like it did better when I would have just done it. So like, sometimes actions better than inaction, or like waiting for the right strategic time. Like, yeah. post post share, um, get your name out there because that's it, it's marketing. I mean, that's this it's is it's this marketing. is like this is like blogging. This is like the new age of this is how you blog now, kind of. Yeah, no, for sure. It's so, so accurate. Um, what someone said, uh, oh, what I was going to say, your insights, if you, your photography Instagram should be a business one. When you're business, you get insights for free within the mm. app. So then you can go on and see, maybe we'll do like a whole other social media thing, but you can go on and see when your people are on the most and it shows you what times, then that's how you know what times to post if you want to. Awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. Someone said, how do you get to know me videos go? Um, so those go on your stories and that's different from your feed. These are like your daily stories that disappear after 24 hours, but you can save them on a highlight reel and you can just name it, get to know me or plants. I'm, or- I'm going to go live right now with you just real quick. It's okay. only going to be my side of the convo, which is dumb, but I'll tag you and then you can share it. And then we'll just like th- that. This is how simple it is. I'm going to go to simple. my homepage I'm going to go to, to story and now it's recording. I'm going to flip it to my face because Mandy's prayer than me. Ready? Three, two. I'm live right now on the air with Mandy Harlow. Say what up. And that's how you go live on Instagram, <laughs> folks. Now I'm going to tag you. Mandy, take it away. I'm going to mute Ta-da. so you don't have to hear this. All right, cool. And that's the cool thing about social. Like, I know Rich is very good on camera too, that devilish, devilish handsome devil, but just, just post yourself. Like people just want to see real people behind the scenes. Like, yes, cool content is awesome. But like if when you're paying money to someone, they want to know that you're real, I think. And that's so important. Um, okay. Another question. Yeah. Make it a good habit. That's what Chris Ellison said. It's so true. And like, maybe I saw something one time on Instagram that was like a meme that or it was like a, me and I follow, I try to follow things that inspire me and work memes and accounts and like um, learning accounts. And one of them said, 
you should be pushing out as much content as you're consuming. And I was like, oh my God, well, A, I could never do that. But that also made me like, I need to consume less and post more. And I think that's really good. So if you spend time scrolling nonchalantly on Instagram, use 10 minutes of that time to make your own post. I think that's really nice. Rich is great on camera. I need this lighting that he has too. It's the camera. It's all camera. Uh, like, so I just posted that and you can share it now. I think I just posted it on my okay, story. Well. And I tagged all of your socials cause that's important. Tagging all of your things. Um, yeah, people think to get known one, in your community. Too. Yeah. And the number one fear in America, the last couple of years in a row has been public speaking. So like that fear of being on camera, mm-hmm. isn't just you. I take pictures of people for a living and I hear all the time. I hate pictures of myself. Look at that. Getting known, getting shown. Um, This is like, like the wedding coordinating things cool and you guys getting to learn this, but I want you guys to like really try to harp in on what Manny's about to tell you. Cause I'm going to ask for some, some secrets. If you could give people quick tips today, something they can do to help their photography business out on social media today. If you could just tell them some things to do, what would you tell them to do? Okay, make sure your bio is short and sweet and we understand who you are and what kind of photographer or style that you are, Mm. where you're located in your bio. If I click on you and you don't say Virginia Beach or Michigan or DC and I'm like, like, I can't relate to you because I don't know where you are or I'm not interested in where you are. Mm. I don't know because I don't have the information there. So anything about you that makes you you your location, and then link your website. Link your website so people can go to your website straight from Instagram. That should all be in your bio of your Instagram. Love it. That's what you can do today. And if you don't have an Instagram, do it. Follow me at, at the Rich Coleman. That's my personal one. And then my business one is at Coleman Shots. Um, so like you can have, you can flip between accounts super easy. Um, one piece of advice I'm going to tell you is post what you want to sell. If you are a maternity photographer, don't post a bunch of wedding pictures, post a bunch of maternity pictures, you know, show Mm -hmm. what you want to sell. So that way it's a real easy jump to the next stepping stone of purchasing for your clients. Mm -hmm. Okay. So update your bio short and Mm -hmm. sweet. Rich Coleman, Outer Banks wedding photographer. Mm -hmm. It's clear. I know who you are. I know where you are. And then if you, you confuse, have a if you confuse, you lose. Woo, that's a good one. I'm have, you, have, you, have you read, have you read story brand? No, I'll buy you that book. Kristen, Kristen buy story brand for man. We'll, I'll give you her, her stuff. We'll buy you that book. It's great um, for marketing. Uh, yeah. So people have a certain amount of calories to burn. And if they can't find out who you are, or what you do on social media or on the internet, they're just going to quit and go to the next person. So yeah, I think that's it. Then like someone said, mine's three lines joined together. I feel like people don't want to read a paragraph. They want to know who you are really quick when they see your profile. Yes. Kavita, you got this. Your pictures are good. Let your pictures sell. Just be like Kavita. I'm from, and I do. And I live in. That's funny. (laughs) That's really funny. That is good. It's true. You can say, um, if you want to travel, don't just say travel, say based in blank and traveling mm. because people still want to look to where you're from or where you live. Yeah. They, they want to know that like, like David, he's, his whole career was traveling, but he put 
he always put based in Nashville, Tennessee. Right. Like that makes sense because people are like, oh, sweet. He lives in Nashville. I love Nashville or I live in Nashville or I want to go to Nashville and follow him. It's my favorite landlocked city. I'll say that, that I've been to so far. Nashville is sweet. Nashville is pretty sweet. Do you have, have you been? Uh, I have been. I've been like one time. Yeah. You should try it out. We should try it out again. We'll take, yeah, we'll, we'll, t- we'll take Matt with us. Yeah. He's actually going to a bachelor party in, in July, I think, in Nashville. Nice. Who's getting married? Um, none of his college basketball teammates. See, he got to play college basketball. I didn't. You didn't any teammates. <laughs> I know. That's so funny. I was never, I was a teammate, but I wasn't a collegiate athlete. I tried, but I, I failed. And I tore my ACL, which I, I'm not, I shouldn't play basketball. Well, yeah, you I, can't. I did that it's at a good. wedding expo. Do you remember that? I don't. What, what was, I was it? I was crying on the ground. It was during the setup for the wedding expo. I tore my ACL. Oh my God. Tom, Tom pulled the wall and I was in the back of the U-Haul. He was pulling my wall and he pulled me with it. And oh. I just went straight from the U-Haul onto my knee and I heard a. Oh. I laid there crying and speaking of different personalities, you know who the only person to help me was? Yeah. The beautiful, the quiet, the introverted Genevieve Stewart stopped Aww. everything she was doing to help me as everybody else was like oh, rushing shit. to get things done. Cause I didn't want to be touched. Like, it was, I was stop, step over. We have a booth to set up. Yeah. That's what everybody's doing. She like went and got a chair and I was like, I'm going to need an ambulance. Like this isn't this I'm dead. Like uh, oh, so Jay Bowman that's did help terrible. too, but I just looked at Tom and remembered I could, I was like, Tom just keep setting up. I went to the expo so high on Oxycontin that year. It was great. Oh, that's horrible. So yeah, Jen is the best. Genevieve Stewart, I love you. I saw you today at soccer camp. She's like, she's like so badass. I just remember her from high school having a tattoo. She was like the BA. And like badass, yeah, true. She is. She's She's a badass photographer. We worked at Lucky Twelve. That's when I first met her. We worked at Lucky Twelve. That's so funny. That's awesome. So anyway, I just surround myself with beautiful women. That's what I do. It's you know. It's a good life. Someone's got to live it. It's you like right now. Look at you right next to me. You point in the right direction. It's hard because sw- it keeps switching. So you're right now, uh-huh. right there. You're right there. <laughs> All right. So you know what we have to do? We have one more thing to do, Mandy. We are going to give away something. And I'm going to let you explain what it yeah. is. Okay. Mm, I was trying to think of a wedding planner giveaway. But I know you guys already give away camera bags. Like, like I have like time. a tote bag that I bring. You don't need those. You already give away those. I think we should give away a nice um, freestanding with a light ring tripod for social media. So that you can post about yourself. And yes. Look good. Look, so how that, bad I, look how bad I look without lights. This is how bad I look without lights. Thank you. You're finally as dark as I am. Well, when you're, super al- when, when you're albino, that's what you do. Gosh, you your, eye, your eyes. I know your eyes are popping right now. I'm going to put the camera this way the whole time. Sorry, guys. Um, yeah, I'm going to do uh, – we're going to give away a tripod. With a light. even if you don't want to do a video of yourself like this, you can still use it turning the other way to um, show you editing on your computer. You can show doing flat lays if you want, if you want to practice flat lays for photography. That's a good way to do it. Um, there's – 
just so many uses for a tripod besides just doing TikTok videos. So we're going to give away one of those. And if you do want to do TikToks, then it's perfect too. I love it. They're, 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 they're digging it. I, yeah. Like literally yeah, I just, we, we go live and I'm like, Mandy, what do you want to give away? What I'm going to do is, um, I'm going to send you a text via your cell phone. Is that allowed? That way yeah. you, that way you can announce the winner. Okay. Okay. Got it. All right, I'm gonna do a drum roll because I have a sound machine. And the winner is Katie Johnson. Katie, 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 you won. Katie Johnson. Congratulations! Somebody from our team will to, will email you, ask you for your address and social security number, and we'll send out that. Try, Mandy, Mandy actually has to send me which one because I don't want to just like pick a cheap one. I'm gonna yeah, I'll pick put, a, yeah, I'll she'll, she'll 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 hook it up. She's got she's got exquisite taste. Look at her man. Her man is her man is six five and jacked. Like she's got exquisite taste. He was like, and I was like, go. Oh, was he in there? Oh, he's a very beautiful man. He's he's, he's very sweet. Like the thing I'll say about Matt is he's just like he's like a really gentle, gentle giant. He is. He is very tall. He's like six seven. And he is um, usually the tallest person in the room. I can always find him very easily at parties and yep. restaurants, which is nice. Yeah. Um, but and I met Rich through Matt first, I guess, when we got when I got into the wedding world. And Matt said, I have, "I have a buddy for you." True story. My dad was at a party or something, and he yeah. was like, "This my my dad's great with details." He's like, "Hey, I met some really I met some pretty girl that knew you." I'm like, okay. Stop. And I was, and then I, he knows Preston, he knows Aunt Pat, he knows his dad. I was like, she's oh, marrying yeah. Matt Preston. He was like, good for Matt. Like he was like, he gave, he gave <laughs> Matt like a that a boy. So the big dick approves. Oh my God. So that's, you're welcome. Awesome. awesome. What a, he, what your a dad was awesome. He was like, yeah, I'm Rich Coleman's dad. And I was like, oh, this is crazy. I'm so happy to meet you. That's awesome. Well, great. Okay. <laughs> okay. Six foot seven. Norma yeah, Jean, she's, she's, she's stoked. So cool. Well, I want, I want, I want everybody to go on this this lady right here and follow her on Instagram. Say thanks for being on the podcast. Ask her questions, all that stuff. I'm very thankful for to have you guys here. I'm thankful for friends like Mandy that made my photography career so easy and successful and fun because it is make it very fun when you have good people on your team. And that's what the photo mentorship's about. We pour into our students to show them it is possible to quit working for the man nine to five. It is possible to be, you know, to follow a dream and make money at it. So yeah. as always, we love you. Congratulations, Katie, for winning your tripod. Mandy, oh, yeah. we'll have you. We'll have to, People we'll, are what? asking what, what, um, light or tripod they should buy. Follow me on Instagram and I'll post it there so you can see it. Which one? And if you, and if you don't have I Instagram sucks. I'm just kidding. No, do it. Do it today. One. Awesome. Yeah, I'll post it on there. And then if you guys have questions that you want to ask me individually, you can message me because I love chatting with real people. So That's awesome. I'd love to talk. We love you guys. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We love you. I love you. Please subscribe on iTunes or Spotify so you never miss out on news and events. Give us a rating on iTunes or simply tell a friend about us. It helps us get the word out so we can help more people reach their photography goals.